Okay. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really stumbled into that one, huh? Wow. <laughs> that was like a trip down the stairs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That was um, disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> September. September, thank you. Yeah. Very we intentional. Sometimes sometimes podcast. I think like too highly of us, I guess, to like, oh, we're in September. Maybe we're recording the October one right now. Like we're really ahead of the game. But this is actually just the September one. The, the October love, one comes next. I okay. love yeah. when you talk about when we're recording things and why. Yeah. In insider <laughs> you can't not insider say info, it. it is December twenty twenty one. Do you remember and we're recording this episode for Nobody cares. <laughs> September twenty twenty two. Chuck, I have a question. For yeah. You. Do oh. you remember? That's remember what? Oh. The twenty first night of September? It hasn't happened oh. yet though. Thank you. Happy September. Dale just almost okay. choked on his coffee, everyone. Just wanna it's let you know. Well let's do a brief poll before you know it's September eighth, right? Um, school yes. has school has started. Um, allergies, are, the pollen is high. Oh today. yes, it is. Um, Eyes are swelling up. Is it a little smoky too? Kim started redecorating our house for the fall last night. Mm-hmm. Is that is it too early? No, I'm in. Okay. As long I, as you don't get sick of it. The solstice is the 22nd. I found out today. There's a lot of pumpkins. I just don't like house. when I walk into Hobby Lobby and they're like, "You Christmas. must." Oh. I don't like that. I walked in the Costco like three weeks ago and there was a Christmas tree out. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, oh, guys, no. It's yeah. not. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's totally acceptable to decorate for fall now if you don't get sick of it. If you're the type of person that puts fall decorations up in September so you can put Christmas decorations up October Ooh. 1st, no. that's not okay. That's not okay. If we can collectively will the weather to be cooler than 95 mm. degrees yeah. by putting up fall mm. decorations mm. and i'm all for it it's kind of like a rain dance but not yeah. it is kind of like a rain dance yes. it's like I, a hobby lobby rain dance <laughs> i love yeah. i love light ja- <laughs> no, light jacket yeah. season no, no, yeah no, no. Don't name that movie i'm sick of showing my arms <laughs> yeah i'm sick of you showing your arms too yeah <laughs> bring back jackets with ja- jackets are just so more versatile like versatile you compare <laughs> Versatile? Versatile. Versatile. I don't think it's versatile. (laughs) No, it's never been that. It's the pollen. Versatile. Um, Versatile. (laughs) There's so many more combinations available to you with the jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Versatile. Mm -hmm. Just wearing a t-shirt every day. Yeah. I love a layer. Yeah. Love Mm -hmm. layers. Anyway, that is your... (laughs) Happy fall. September fashion update. Thanks for listening to this month's podcast. Um, This is a little teaser... Mac Brock, form of elevation. Yeah, I know. What him. did he sing? Resurrecting, do it again. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Josh Baldwin, whose great songs that we don't sing any of. Um, they're buddies, and they started a Mac and Josh are good at sports podcast. No. And I listened to it Funny. the other day, and it's very good. Their first guest was James Duke, who has played on every played guitar on every album, worship album there is probably, and he talked about MMA. And then they talked about NFL football. It was very good. And I'm upset because Carson and I could have done the exact same idea and maybe been be- even better at it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping they'll invite us on. Yeah, yeah. sure. That'd be fun. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Mac Brock, if you're listening. Mac Brock, I love you. And I love your TikTok roundups on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, let's continue. Speaking of new things. Oh. What's on the radar? On the radar. That, that yeah. soundbite should just be the jingle now. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of new things. Speaking of new things. <laughs> October 12th. 
We've got a worship and prayer night. We talked about these a little bit in the past, Woo-hoo. but yeah. um, this is the first of four, I will say, of these types of nights throughout the year. Um, so it's at Rockerman. I do not remember what time it's at. 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Maybe 6.15 p.m. Maybe 6.15. 7.30. That's it. Somewhere in there. 6.15 p.m. Just book 6 to 8. You'll be good. Yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. If you were at launch, um, you heard Josh talk about one of our objectives this year is just a deeper engagement in worship and prayer. And this is one of the ways we're going to try to accomplish that. Just have some time quarterly to gather as a church um to pray to sing um and just listen mm-hmm. listen ready for this listen to the god who speaks oh thank you where have i heard that now on spotify mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so would love for you to be able to come out to those you know especially if you're playing in our bands a lot on the weekends it's it's just different to be out in the audience and not have to think about music and mm-hmm. notes and chords and um, to worship in a different way. So, hope you can come out, help us, um, and even help us lead the way, help us set the tone for mm-hmm. what yeah. these nights are uh, about as we pursue um, the Lord's heart. And this first one, we're centering around um, the Holy Spirit, who I think can often be forgotten the forgotten member of the Trinity sometimes mm, yeah. on weekends. And so um, we're going to sing some songs around that and that thematically. So very excited for it. I think it'll be a special, special night. October 12th, 6.15-ish. Show, show up at 6. Yeah. Other things happening. We have a new song. We have a new song. New song very excited about it. It's Why are you so, so cool. excited about it? dynamically it just like it starts super down and it just like pushes the ceiling um in the bridge um so i think it's gonna be really fun for all our musicians to play um the song being oh yes it's called son of suffering it's a bethel song um came out on their homecoming album um but it's it's super awesome and it kind of gives us some different language to thank jesus for what he's done um and a lot about how he knows what we go through. Um, he's walked in the dirt with us. He knows what living is and he knows what grieving is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's just a really powerful song. And I think the music um, is a good bed for the lyrics that you get to sing. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it. And I hope that everybody else is too. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Drums have some uh, work to put in. Mm. On that song, mm-hmm. I mean, There's mostly this fill that happens. Oh yeah. man! So if you see it on the schedule, don't don't be like, oh, you know what? I'll just put this off until Saturday morning. Just a friendly tip. Yeah, honestly, same with keys too. Like it's not hard, but there's a lot of nuance. Like I've had yeah. to work for a long time on getting the chords that they have and mm-hmm. just making it the like the is a really beautiful bed again that it like lays for the lyrics. So. The this bridge one takes a little bit. Yeah, the bridge is massive, which means the rest of the song has a lot of space for all instruments. They're so really cool, like intricate parts, very well written, but a lot of space. And so, you know, as you're listening to it and prepping, mm-hmm. uh, just keep that in mind. Listen to those multi tracks, the individual stems. Mm-hmm. 
uh, space and then things just like explode in the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And I think that's really, it's such a great musical match to what the lyrics are saying. Like mm-hmm. it's really talking about for the majority of the song, how Jesus suffered for us and really allowing people to let that sink in instead of the Jesus died, but he rose again. Yay! It's like yeah. blood and tears. How can it be? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's amazing. So I think musically even allowing that space to people to really mm. soak in those lyrics is super important. So yeah. keep that in mind as you're prepping. And then as, as the song kind of takes the turn towards the victory that we have in Jesus, that's where the band comes in and that victorious bridge just yep. hits people um, and invites them to just praise God. So yep. it's really, really cool. I hope you guys like it. And I looked up the writers on this song. You have David Funk. Love David Funk. From Bethel. What a name. And he's the, he's the, the, young, the young lad singing on the song. David Funk from Bethel. You have Matt Redman, Aaron Moses from Mav City, Mav City, and Nate Moore from House Fire. Wow. Oh, really? So it's cool to have all that representation wow. all in one yeah. song. Hmm. Makes the, a good song. The um, the Mav City version of it, too, is a little, like, the melody is a little different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's just a good listen, too. Uh, we're not doing that version, but um, just, to, like, mix it up if you want. Other thing on the radar this month is, for vocalist specifically, the launch of vocal charts. Yeah. Vocal charts and vocal assignments. Yeah. Resources for vocalists. Yeah. Finally. The people have cried out and we have heard their cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. More on that later. Yeah. More on that later. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. excited. And I think it's worth saying too, uh, getting into the new ministry year, we're working on getting another round of workshops scheduled yeah. for everybody, even some tech workshops. That's right. <gasps> and safe to say, Next month's podcast, whenever we record it, we'll have <laughs> more, much more information on that. Yes, Yay. yes, but we're working on it. Again, yeah. we've heard your cries. <laughs> we have answered. And remember, you guys are welcome to come to any workshop mm. um, that we do. So if you're an electric guitarist and you want to come to the keys workshop, or if you're a lighting guy and you want to come to the audio workshop, whatever, it's open to everyone. I think there's a lot to gain because we're a team and what each person does, like we're trying to put all of those together to, to build a a dynamic and exciting worship set. So yeah, it's super fun too. And you get to meet some of the other ministry partners from other campuses too, which Mm -hmm. like makes it feel like one big team. So Mm -hmm. it's been fun this past year. Let's move on to what we're listening to. Sydney, give us a jingle. (laughs) (laughs) I can't on the spot. Oh, Sydney, kick us off. Yes. Um, I think it was in the last month, uh, Cody Carnes released, it was like a, a little mini single. It's like a single, but not a single. Um, there's like three on this album, but the one that sticks out to me, it's called Good, and then in parentheses, because he's very good at those kinds of names. Um, it's like Good Can't Be Anything Else. Um, and what I love the most, I was telling everybody earlier it sounds like if Coldplay wrote a worship song um like the chord structure is really interesting um I might say it's fire I don't even talk that way Mm, smacks but I would I would say slaps 
Slaps. Yeah, yeah. It's Mariah lit. Says smacks. No. Smacks. Yes, Ryan Patterson, our lovely resident. Um, but yeah, it's it's another song about the goodness of God. But I think you can't have too many about that. Um, and that theme of the goodness of God has really been on my mind lately, um, especially after sermon at Southwest this past weekend. Um, God's goodness isn't based on what he does for us. It's just who he is Mm -hmm. and his nearness to us and his faithfulness always. And that's kind of what this song talks about. Um, and then musically, there's this really interesting bass slide down. He like, he like hits a chord. It's like a two note chord. And then he like slides down a bunch of times in the song. And it kind of sounds like a synth effect, but I don't know. It's just a really interesting song to listen to, but the words are also super good and Cody writes good stuff. So I'm excited about that. Let's play a clip. When it doesn't make sense and the future's unsure, I look at my past and I see you there all along. So I know you're never gonna let me go. You are good and you can only be good. You can't be anything else. You can't be Sydney, what type of song would you say we could have too many of? Um, the Jesus is my boyfriend mm. songs. Amen. Hate mm. those. Good, great answer. <gasps> Sorry, I really don't like those ones. I try not to say hate because that's yeah. Um, <laughs> another very exciting release by someone many of you know. If you remember our resident from last this last ministry year, Laurel. Yeah. And our her friend Sam, who was. A worship intern last summer with us he produced it for her um and probably played keys on it i'm assuming i think he helped write it too did he help write it yeah Mm -hmm. amazing yeah they released a song from with her stage name which is her middle name elaine Mm -hmm. and the cover has a pink a purple laurel flower on it foreshadowing (laughs) it's called from my dreams and it's so fun um, we were listening to it at our house and my girls were freaking out. It's They're like, really this good. is really so good. It's, it, it, it really feels like great traveling music, like driving in your yes. car with the windows down on yep. the highway. Really fun. Um, and the vocal layers in mm. there are so It's her cool. sweet spot. She's very good at it. I mean, there are a couple spots where she has several layers of vocals that sound like an organ with some sort of like effect on it. Then there's like a different... Just lots of ooh kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really fun. And you can tell she did it all herself, um, like all the vocal layers. So mm-hmm. give it a listen. Let's play a little clip here. Sunsets a slow burn. The cassette needs a turn. Cause the B-side doesn't do it for me anymore. Da Vinci colors shooting through the pines Burning daylight chasing coastline All my worries in the rear view In the back 
Um, Sydney took mine. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm really sorry about Thanks it. Thanks for that. But uh, yeah. Um, but I was uh, doing my little church tour that I do every weekend when I watch a bunch of different Digital. live streams digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching Bethel and one they did a quote fire mashup <laughs> of how he loves into homecoming oh yeah what? very nice and then uh the aforementioned is that how you say it aforementioned <laughs> aforementioned with the aforementioned um <laughs> david funk um he was leading and i thought it was a new song it's actually a song that came out in 2011 um called Sovereign by David Vallier, which was super fun. Great opener. Drums go hard. Here's a clip of that. You are sovereign, Lord, and I bless you. You are perfect in nature. You are sovereign, You pronouncing things reminds me of, um, like when Siri tries to say <laughs> things. Yeah, like yeah. like we have a text group called Steve's Engagement Weekend for our friend Steve. It was a long time ago, but we just haven't changed the group name. And it's but it's all one word. And what does it say when you get a text? It's like Carson responded in Stevasaka Benjamin Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> This is so good. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've mentioned the song before. If I did, it was a while back. But uh, the song Yes and Amen by Matthew Zig- Ziganis. Mm-hmm. Would that be right? Yeah. Ziganis? Sure. Uh, There's also a Jesus Church version of it. Yeah, I think less okay. good, maybe. <laughs> he was the worship leader at Bridgetown Church in Portland. That's kind of how I found it. Uh, but just started listening to the song again. It's like a song of obedience and commitment. Uh, really cool uh, like bass and drum groove. Uh, but selfishly, if I'm being honest, the guitar parts on it are so sick. There's like just a shredding guitar solo in the last half of the song. Eric Lemire played on it and produced it. He's a guitarist for Phil Wickham, and I, I love all of his work. So just been geeking out about it lately. And maybe, maybe we play a clip of a guitar solo on the podcast. All right, and now the aforementioned um, <laughs> segment we discussed earlier on vocal charts. And assignment. And I will set us up just a little bit. Perhaps you're like, I'm not a vocalist. I'm going to turn this podcast off. 
one that'd be a mistake here's why <laughs> if you're in the if you're in the band um i think this is gonna be good for you because um you know worship music is so much about dynamics and knowing when to play when to not play how to build and we're going to talk a lot about that vocally in this segment and so for you whether you're bass or keys or drums or what other instruments are there electric guitar um triangle triangle yeah to be in sync with everyone else and be on the same page as the vocalist to know, okay, I'm listening as they're building dynamics with harmonies and such. I'm also going to pay attention to that because that's going to cue me in on how to help accomplish the building or the lowering of things. Um, if you're in the tech world, audio, I mean, it's a no brainer, like to know when, when everyone is singing, when everyone is not singing, when to push people, when to pull them back, mm. how to blend them, things like that. If you're in a camera, to know who am I filming? Are they singing at this part? Are they not? Um, lighting, should I light this person up? Should I not light this person up? It's just everything. It affects everything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you have not shut down your, I was about to say iPod. That doesn't hopefully exist anymore. you haven't turned off your iPod Nano. That's right. Because <laughs> we've got a podcast Keep that Walkman going. Um, Walkman. 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 All right, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> anyway, Casey, tell us oh tell us a little bit the basics of the chart. When uh, they're in Planning Center uh-huh. on each song, yep. and when you open it up, what are you looking at? Okay. So when you open it up, it uh, probably at first looks like a lyric sheet, but instead of having um, just the chorus written out once and the bridge written out once and you have to just follow the map on top and guess how each chorus is being built. You're actually going to see the entire song laid out by section. And then you're going to see some color coded um, vocal assignments. It's either going to be worship leader only unison singing unison. It's going to be H one, which is the first layer of harmony and H two is the second layer of harmony. And those parts are going to actually be assigned in planning center. So, you might be assigned H1 for a song. And so then you're going to know uh, where you see H1. You're going to be singing singing that first layer of harmony. So, And you'll be able to visually see how the song builds. So you can see we're doing melody only for a while, establishing the melody. So maybe the worship leader starts out singing the first verse, then it's all unison. So now we're just joining in with the worship leader and establishing the melody with them. Then we add the first layer of harmony on verse 3. Then the second chorus, um, the second harmony comes in, then the bridge, we kind of go back to unison, right? And then build the bridge up from there. So um, each so- each chart is different. There's no one size fits all yeah. um, because we are trying to go dynamically with the song, build with the bridge, build with the lyrics, build with the drums. Um, so yeah, that's what you'll see. I really like the language you use about them being layers of harmony mm-hmm. because I think like the you look at the numbers and you're like, oh, I'm harmony too. My part's not important and they actually don't want me to sing and that's not the heart at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about layering. Honestly, like the voice is an instrument. It's about layering these instruments so that we can dynamically build the song, serve the lyrics, serve the emotional journey of the song. Yeah. Um, and this isn't at all about like who's the best singer and right. who we want to hear more of. Um, right. This is about layering. And I, I just really like how you use that language because I think that's really har- helpful to remember as we're preparing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because if you think about it as another instrument, like if there's two electric guitars in the band, one of them may not be playing, mm-hmm. or both of them may not be playing in parts. And so right. it's not that it's not that you have no role on the stage if you're not playing for a little while. It's that you're helping one to visually lead the congregation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about vocalists in our rooms. Um, we have some pretty big rooms. And so to think like, oh, I'm kind of leading this section of, mm, of yeah. people. Um, and then also, like Cindy said, to help build when we need to build um, is huge. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think, um, yeah, just kind of m- mention some of the goals with these charts, which is to help establish the melody for the congregation instead of just coming in with three part harmony mm. right away. And then everyone's people who are non musical in the crowd are like, wait, what, what do it, I sing? This sounds beautiful, but what do I sing and yeah. who do I sing with? Um, so we want to establish the melody. And then, yeah, inst- vocals are an instrument on stage. Mm. And so we want to use vocals to build the song dynamically and emote. Um, emote the the heart of the song to people with our instrument. So I have a I have um a couple questions for you guys too okay. because I think this will also play into how we view these vocal charts and vocal assignments. So let's let's just say hypothetical question. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Okay. I love hypotheticals. Do you? No. <laughs> I think it's hypothetical. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um so you're singing on the weekend, someone else is leading a song, let's say Hallelujah, Hallelujah for the Cross. So it's you and great yeah, great song. <laughs> so let's say Chuck Ray's leading the song. You Love and that. you and Sydney are singing harmonies. The dream. Yeah. Oh wow. It's like the Bill Gaither trio. <laughs> yes. Huh. Oh, great. Thanks. I'm Bill, I'm Bill Gaither. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> we are the trio. All right. Cool. So currently, pre-vocal charts, pre-vocal assignments, and planning center. Do you guys feel confident just listening to the song, the original MP3, that you know exactly when to sing and what to sing to be MP3 ready for the weekend? Because sometimes even like when you switch the key of the song, yeah, like we never do it in the original key. So then the harmony that's on Planning Center might not even be what I'm supposed to sing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, what the heck am I supposed to sing? Mm-hmm. No, I feel like I have to collect ideas while i'm listening to it mm-hmm. of like what i might sing and then you know when we get there figure it out yep, yep. you're never like you don't come in sure this yeah. is what i'm singing for mm-hmm. sure totally yeah. and i think that's the experience of most of our vocalists across the four campuses and i can hear everyone saying oh yeah for sure right now as they're listening mm-hmm. i hear you guys yeah yeah <laughs> wow mm-hmm. good ears um I think I think peop- we just kind of show up, and then I often get questions like, "So do you do you want me to sing here? Do you not want mm. me to sing here?" Which are great questions. Mm-hmm. I understand why you're asking. Um, so I think uh, the vocal charts and the vocal assignments. The hope is that that will cut those questions down a lot, and you mm-hmm. guys midweek will be able to know what you're supposed to practice. You can actually practice during the week and really lock in your harmony parts. Um, and then show up feeling really confident of what you're supposed to sing and when to layer. And then um, you can just enjoy rehearsal instead of feeling like you're running around asking the other vocalists, hey, what are you singing mm-hmm. on this part? What should we do? You know, It's a quick rehearsal. It's yeah. a quick rehearsal. And I think we recognize too, like over the past couple of years, we've been able to really bolster up like all of our resourcing for the other instruments mm-hmm. on stage. Uh to the point that, like, if you're the drummer, you 
can listen to a mix with the drums like increased in volume so you can hear all the nuance everything the drummer's playing same with bass keys electric like you can listen to exactly the part mm -hmm. that you need to learn um and we recognize that vocals didn't quite have that same level of resourcing so right. this is just kind of our way of trying to fill the gap and i think it's worth saying too just like the other resources it's a starting place yes you know yeah. um and stuff can totally change on the weekend and your worship leader might ask you to do something different mm -hmm. or something something else might fit that weekend better but generally we hope this is going to be an awesome resource just to mm -hmm. help with um your kind of weekly practice definitely yeah. definitely so watch watch for those those are going to be, those are available now whatever date you're listening to this podcast which i don't know what date is going to be published Soon. but whenever you're listening to this they are on Planning Center, ready for you to go. So in the file attachments, right where you would find the lyrics PDF, you'll see a vocal charts PDF for that weekend. Um, so you'll be able to, to pull that up, and your worship leaders will be putting assignments in Planning Center. So it will either say, um, so for that scenario we just said, like Chuck Ray's leading it, and then Sydney is marked H1 alto, and... Carson is marked H2 tenor, for example. That would be how it would look. So then you know which part you're singing, and um, then you can match that up with the chart and come come with a plan and come with some practiced harmonies for the weekend. Yeah. So and for for campuses that have four vocalists, sometimes you'll see a third assignment that just says UN. Yes. Which is unison. unison. Um, because again, we want to make sure that the melody is established and very clear to the congregation. Yeah, so. definitely. That's so important. So mm -hmm. don't, please don't feel discouraged if at any point you find yourself singing unison. That is a really, really important hmm. part of the weekend, helping yeah. the congregation know what they're supposed to be singing and, and also kind of just giving that, that sound in the room of, oh, there's other people, you yeah. know, everyone's singing together. This yep. is awesome. So yep. super excited for that. Um, there's going to be a video. A brief video, I think it's like a couple minutes long, four minutes, five minutes long, um, in the newsletter where I explain in a little more detail the vocal charts, show you a couple examples. So vocalists, watch for that. Mm -hmm. um, please take a look at that before before you're, you attempt to use the vocal charts, and then uh, we'll all learn to use them together. It's yeah. be great. Yep. Super exciting. Great. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. For this September edition. See you, hear you, wait, nope, just, we'll talk See to you. See you, hear you. Smell you. <laughs> See you, hear you, we'll just talk to you. We'll talk to in you October. in October. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye.